Story time with Ryan Horvath. Oh, sorry, it's Bet MGM tonight. I forgot. You make Creston, Iowa sound great, by the way. It's awesome. It sounds fun. It's not. I mean, it is. The people are great, too. They still, you know, I'll follow along with my career. and They'll be like, hey, what so do you what like this the- weekend? I'll say, you know, I do do a show where you could just listen, and that's where I give the picks. Yeah. Oh, but I if could- you don't, you can check out the BetQL app. Download it today. I can tell you what this is that you sent me, Trista. It's not another Nick Ashu. Trista, there is another Nick Ashu in this world. He's my, like, second cousin twice removed. Hmm. He's like a, I don't know what it is. Is he cool? What somebody sent you here, or what you have, is this is when I, back when I did my show for another network, a national show, and this is my name on the schedule for them on their local weekend lineup. But it's for the national show. So there's not another Nick Ashu in but Alabama. But it was in Alabama? Well, the show was carried there as well. Oh, got it. It was for another network. I Essentially see. what it was, yeah. Because like, there's only Roll two of tied. us. There's only two of us. There's another Nick Ashu, and he is in like PR or something for. Say, wow, Someone says yeah. he's in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, no, he doesn't say that. He doesn't say that. Oh. Well, See what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Uh, all right. Do you want to do some fake news Friday here? I feel yeah. like we've gotten a I've lot been, of. I feel like almost since you should be do the, doing the news with all your your Creston, Iowa background now. I could do that all night. That was you real probably news. could. Yeah. All right. Burlo. Regardless. Let's go. Fake news Friday. The Celtics blew out the Bucks in Milwaukee by 41 points, as Ryan pointed out on his sports update last segment. <laughs> they pulled within two games of first place. True story or fake news, that performance was a warning shot to fans that the Celtics are going to win the East. No, it's that's fake news. And I, I love I I've loved the Celtics for a lot of this season. I've seen regression that scares me. Now, do I think they could still go to the Eastern Conference Finals? Yes. Do I think that they could turn things around and get more consistent on both ends of the floor. Yes, the Bucks have the championship pedigree that we have seen, and I've watched a team that when they're healthy and everybody's out there on the floor is far more consistent. I don't like doing the let's watch one game out of an 82-game schedule and say that that justifies the entire season, and that tells you exactly what you're going to get for the playoffs. The playoffs are officiated differently. Uh, the rotations are shorter. It's coached differently. Like, everything is different in the playoffs. And the Bucks now look like they're more equipped for the playoffs. Still, even getting whooped last night, I bet you anything what this is going to do, it's going to turn the Bucks around and they're not going to let that happen again. Yeah, and it was a back-to-back. So they they came from Indiana, which is not like a very far away to go back home. But honestly, in terms of I, – what I don't know what I was thinking. One – to clinch the number one seed, it's not going to be easy, especially considering that Boston doesn't want them to clinch it right then. They're not going to miss it, but they're that's going to be a difficult road. Also, in terms of motivation, and I don't know why I didn't think about this, Boston right now has more to prove than Milwaukee yes. to one another. Yep. Because Milwaukee is, I would consider to be a higher tier than Boston slightly. Boston hasn't looked good recently. And they've had a couple of really good wins. They had one really good win against the Kings where they blew them out, and now they blow out Milwaukee. And we know Milwaukee's not one of those teams that likes to dig out of big holes. They let go of the rope, especially in the regular season. It's like, oh, we're going to lose this game. All right, so instead of losing this game by 20, let's lose it by 50. Yeah. No, I completely agree. It was like everybody was freaking out on social media last night. But like you said, it was the (laughs) second night of a back-to-back. They were on the road the night before. Granted, it was Indianapolis, but like— I felt like that game meant more for Boston because Milwaukee's been in good form for really like all season long, but really the last two months. And last year, obviously, Chris Middleton wasn't healthy. If he's healthy in a playoff series, I do like Milwaukee. But I also wouldn't be shocked if Boston did beat him in a seven-game series. I wouldn't be shocked if Philadelphia you know, went to the finals. Any other team, team in the East actually would surprise me a little bit, but um, I'm not completely out on Boston. But I do feel better about Milwaukee, and I think everybody was overblown last night. 
Let's move over to New York. The Knicks and the Nets <clears throat> sit in fifth and sixth in the East, respectively, Let's go, Knicks. but have been heading in very different directions the past two months. True story or fake news, the Knicks have a much brighter future than the Nets. True story. And there may be some bias for me because I'm a Knicks fan. I understand that. But for somebody that's been jaded for so many years and watched this team just be run like a complete dumpster fire, I see a young core. Uh, they need a real true number one. Julius Randle's not a number one, but he's playing like an all-star again. They've got a floor general in Jalen Brunson, which is the key. That Jalen Brunson has changed everything for that team. And, and I understand, like, I wanted Donovan Mitchell in New York, but I remember the Carmelo Anthony trade. And the Knicks gutted that roster, and they went to the second round once with Carmelo Anthony in a Knicks uniform. And they got rid of a lot of young talent. What the Knicks now have is still that young core. We just talked about Quentin Grimes earlier on the show. Guys been putting up huge numbers recently. They've got a lot. They've got a great foundation there. But what's going to happen is they have to build off of what it is. Like, they can't stay just right where they are and expect this team to get better. They're going to actually have to actively try and make it better. But if you look at where the Brooklyn is right now, it's it was a forced rebuild. Now, they got assets back in return. I love Mikhail Bridges, but the Knicks are already farther ahead in that rebuild right now than where the Nets are. And are the Nets still going to be as uh, exciting of a place to go for players? like that? I feel like that ship has already sailed. We've watched it completely burn to the ground with the big three, that they, two big threes that they had there. And I don't even know what they do with Ben Simmons. How, how are you going to get rid of Ben Simmons in that contract? So they're stuck with that, too. It's an albatross of a contract for a guy that doesn't want to play. So give me the Knicks. Yeah, and if you look at just the situation that both teams are in with their draft picks, I'm looking at it right now, the Knicks have a boatload of picks, mm-hmm. not just of their own, but they own you know multiple other teams because they've been making deals, most notably Dallas, which we've talked about before. If you look at Brooklyn, they really are screwed. This year, they have really the only option is this year to make a splash. They have the more favorable of Philadelphia and less favorable of Brooklyn and Houston. Um, and then the other one goes to, to Utah. So then you owe 2024 to Houston. Then you own the least favorable one uh, to yourself, the most favorable one to Houston. Then you own your 2026 to Houston. Then a pick swap with Houston in 2027. Then a pick swap in 2028 with, with Philadelphia. And then you own your own in 2029. So they don't have their own draft pick until 2029. And they owe those picks to a team for a player they traded for that's no longer on the roster. Thankfully, Houston's probably going to be pretty bad. So the pick swaps will probably be their own. Yeah. And they'll probably be pretty bad. So they'll get some lottery picks. But when you have Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson and a bunch of young guys that you want to build around, not being a destination, one, is really something concerning. And two, not having any draft picks to build. Uh, it makes makes it a lot harder. Almost so, as bad as where the Mavericks are, right? Yeah, almost <laughs> as bad as... I think the Knicks are are quite simply in a much better position. Yeah, yeah for sure. Especially if they get into the playoffs, they're able to win a playoff series. I mean, I think guys are going to want to go play at Madison Square Garden and go play for the Knicks again. Like you said, Julius Randle's probably not a one, but he's a really good number two. And Jalen Brunson's living up to that contract. And I, I, think, I don't think there's going to be any regression from him. So I like where the Knicks, the Knicks are heading, and I'm glad because that means Tibbs probably gets to keep his job, hopefully, fingers crossed. He deserves nice things. You but, still have love for him after he ran Derrick Rose into the ground? Yeah, I mean, that wasn't his fault. That, that, that was so fluky. And at the time, I was pissed, but we've seen teams blow, you know, 10, 12-point leads with three, mm-hmm. four minutes left in playoff games, so I was okay with it. He, I mean, 
you know, you're going to play big minutes if you play for Tibbs. That's this is very. But true. he loves his guys, and he's the point guard whisper. At least yeah, he, he used is. to be. Like every point guard, Nate Robinson, John Lucas the third after Nate Derek. Robinson. Yeah, Nate Robinson scored 40 points in a playoff game against the Nets, I believe. That's right. I do remember that. And now he's boxing and getting knocked out. <laughs> That's what Tibbs does for you. <laughs> Final one here. Shea Gilgis Alexander has the second best odds currently to win most improved player this season. True story or fake news, SGA and Chet Holmgren will be a top five duo in the Western Conference next season. Fake news. Yeah, I got to say fake news on that. Yeah, fake news, man. I mean, they're really good, though. They're going, I mean, I, I just haven't seen Chet on an NBA floor yet. I love SGA. I think he's great. I can't go top five yet. You said a backcourt? I just said duo. Duo. Oh, duo. duo. Yeah, just duo. I don't think I could do it yet. I, I have to see Chet. I would. I would. Number one would be Katie and Booker. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, uh, De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis. Yep. I would I mean, put if, them if over Luka that. Luca and Kyrie are together, even if they don't work together well, they're still Luca and Kyrie. I got to go with that. One. I don't think I would put them. Anthony think... Davis and LeBron James. Yeah. I can't put Chet Holmgren on a list over Kyrie and Luca. Come but on. But we now. know it's not working right now. So it's not really like a dynamic duo if the duo doesn't amount okay. to wins. Okay. Okay. I mean, they have more wins right now than Dallas, and they don't even mm-hmm. have Chet Holmgren. And they've been shutting down Shea Gilders Alexander. It's also the this question of what does Chet look like, you know, yeah. next year. I mean, he's got the talent, but is he going to, how long does it take him to adjust a year off basketball, adjusting to the NBA? I'll say this it's possible. I would it's say possible. Pa- I would say Paul George and Kawhi Leonard over that too. Oh yes, yep, you have that's to. four. So Jokic and Jamal Murray. No. Yes. Oh, no. I I Chet's that. never played an NBA game. We'll see. We'll Last see. I saw him, he was getting punked by Arkansas. This is good banter. This is good banter. <laughs> Shaden Sharp and uh, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard you yes. Know? Well, according. So by the way, guys. Yes. Though. By the way, guys. So I don't know if you guys saw when I I, I did the video in the other room before the show a couple of days ago. When Shams put out, uh, when he was talking to Pat McAfee, I think our guy Shams, friend of show, has been doing more hot take stuff with Pat McAfee because he wants to be like controversial. Mm-hmm. And give his he wants opinions. to be the bad boy so he could get K now yeah. that she's linked to be with Tom Brady. Well, I think he could get K whenever he wants to get K. I don't know. And I've heard Tom Brady swiped in now. Did he? Yeah, I didn't know I that. Really? I saw that. Let me let me uh, hold on, hold on. Right. So so say that, say that. I will. You so go, anyway, let me, Tristan yeah. does want the tea though. Make sure I you do get want the tea. the tea. So there's this uh, <laughs> there's this thing he said on Pat McAfee where he thought Damian Lillard might have, might have played his last uh, game in a Trailblazers mm. uniform. I thought there's going to be real discussions, and I think that's total BS. So I put a video out that was like Shams, you're better than this. Like you know that this story is BS. Everybody knows the story's BS. You're just trying to get controversial. So today, random, out the blue, Sham Sharanya sends me the link and just all crying, laughing emojis. I was like, I knew you would see that. I love you. You know that story was BS. And then his friend immediately texts me, why are you banging on my guy Shams? So he's, uh, trying to, he's trying to throw out hot takes now? So yes, Damian Lillard and Shaden Sharp will be a duo. I, I mean, I really Not do like Shaden Sharp. Shams, I do like Shaden Sharp. Did you say Steph and Clay already? I was going to say Steph and Clay. Clay. I was literally just about to say them too. By Jordan the way, Wiggins and... back in the building. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's back in the bay now. Hmm. As of today. Does that make you feel better about your all your dubs tickets? Yes. I, I like eight dubs tickets. Oh, I yeah. cannot wait. Yeah. When the Warriors shut everybody up and plow through the West when they're in full strength, everybody's going to realize they're I'm the like, cockroaches man. that will not die. What's Marka in English? Does anybody know? Checkmark, 222.4K uh, followers. It's the social media. It's the Twitter page that has Tom, ba- Tom, Beatty. Tom Brady. It's Friday. Reportedly oh, went on a date with Kay Adams. His first date since Giselle. No way. I'm. This is just what I saw. 
I don't know if it's... I'm guessing it's probably fake. I don't think it's I'll real. I'll text her and see. You never know. Yeah, text her, actually. Say Journalist, what's up. A son. Kay Adams up. dives into Tom Brady dating around rumors. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It don't sounds know. like a rumor. I don't know. Hey. If it ends up being true, though, I had it first. If it's wrong... Well, you didn't have it Nick first. It. You just read the <laughs> you read the link. Tom Brady <laughs> reportedly it. looking for a girlfriend. It is fake should, news Friday. Should, 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 I thought he had that yeah, Instagram model or something. I, I think she was... A rebound? She wasn't exactly bring home to mama type material. Well, I'm kidding. I don't know. It's time for me to go that's home. How, that's, that's what a rebound is for, my friend. <laughs>